Hey there, and welcome to Courageous Radiance Podcast. My name is Brittany Dixon, and this is day 17. Y'all, I can't believe that, I mean, even though it's been a slow moving process, I still am just thinking to myself, September is literally around the corner. And wow, just time flies, right? But this is 17 days in. If you have been joining this process of praying, if you're married, um, even engaged, and if you have been joining me, whatever day you're on, friend, thank you so much for joining me and praying for your husband. And I really, really, really pray that this has been really fruitful for your own personal relationship with the Lord as well. So thanks for joining. If you are just listening in, tuning in every so often, friend, thank you so much. You're so welcome. And I really pray that this has still been a blessing to you. Courageous Radiance exists to really equip women and equip them for what? Equip them to be courageous in the middle of life storms, in those times of lives where things happen that we don't plan for them to happen. And we have these long middles. And it's really to just be fruitful for each and every day that that the Lord gives us. So it's equipping, it's encouraging. And in all of that, it's because we are anchored women. So that's what this podcast is for. And we've been using this month to pray our husbands, cultivating courageous marriages. Reading Psalm 119. Today is um, verses 89 all the way to 94. So Psalm 119, 89 to 94. Lord, your word is forever. It is firmly fixed in heaven. Your faithfulness is for all generations. You establish the earth and it stands firm. Your judgments stand firm today for all things are your servants. If your instruction had not been my delight, I would have died in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for you have given me life through them. I am yours, save me, for I have studied your precepts. So much goodness. So much. Oh, I just love the word of God. This is the verse, though, however, I was really praying through is verse 93. I know that kind of really mirrors yesterday and talking about give me life in verse 88. Give me life in accordance with your faithful love. So it really does mirror that concept, but it's so powerful. Verse 93, I will never forget your precepts. Precepts, instructions, your um, principles, your word, your your decrees, your statutes, whatever synonym you want to throw in there. Lord, I am not going to forget what you told me, Okay. If your mother told you to be home at 7.30, I'm not going to forget that my mama told me to be home at 7.30. I'm not going to forget that she told me to make wise choices and, and live in such a way, do this with my money, drink water, you know, eat my vegetables, right? So these are the building blocks that God gives us. And, and the hard thing sometimes in our whole rebellious selves is a lot of things that God tells us is not with an instruction manual. It's just... This is a command or or this is with this is wise to do this. And if I have any parents that are listening in here, one of a great irritator of mine, <laughs> and I have to really check my heart on that because I think about how much the, well, I'm really not super, you know, reflective in that way. I, I'm reflective, but really the Holy Spirit checked me and as I was irritated with my kids, he really pointed to how much I do that to him, where I will have 
a set of instructions or some way that I can respond and be obedient to the Lord and I don't do it or I ask 21 questions. So I had to have a whole seat and, and deal with my own self with the way that I lead my own children. But either way, going back to this verse, I will never forget your precepts for you have given me life through them. You've given me life. This life, this day, today is a gift. And I don't know if today is a good day, if it's an okay day, it's a meh day, if this whole season is just, I don't really know what today has held for you. But it really does help me reorient my thinking. You know, um, my husband will always say what I focus on, which anyone, not just me, but what you focus on, you find. And if I've decided that I'm going to focus on I get to today or in some way today is a gift, today is an opportunity to be married and praying for your husband. I'm not saying that the other things that are going on possibly in your marriage don't matter. I am saying that just like we've taken today is day 17, 17 days to pray for your husband, it does start to soften your heart, right? Um, which is why prayer is the best gift really to your whole spirit. Um, I, when I'm angry, angry with my husband or my, my kid or wh- whoever it is inside, like I literally have to humble myself and pray because I'll just start stewing inside and, and I'll start, and then you just start kind of like lying, it, it, not intentionally, but it's like, yeah, and they did this and this. And it's like all these assumptions instead of believing the best, or even if they are in the worst, it's just to soften and posture our hearts and really to have these eyes for our husband in the same way that Jesus Christ looks at us. But you have given me life through them. I love that. And then a couple of days ago, um, I, I even love in verse 92, if your instruction, you know, again, following God's wisdom, if your instruction had not been my delight, I would have died in my affliction. And when I was even studying this, it's not necessarily a physical death in this from from what I'm studying and reading from commentaries. It's not necessarily I would have died, possibly a physical death, but a, a spiritual death as well possibly. So if you think of even Romans 6, that all sin, you know, is like, or for the wages, for the wages of sin are death. So all sin is a pathway to death. And whether that's an actual physical death, or if that is a spiritual separation from God, because again, we, our spirit, we live in a body. Uh, Joyce Meyer always, she said this years ago, and it's just stuck with me for years and years and years because I'm such a visual person. It makes so much sense. You live in a body, your husband, he's in a body. We're all in a body. We have a soul, you know, think about our personality, our, I'm sure we've all taken different personality assessments, right? What are your temperaments? Um, Things that make you, you, that that's your soul. And then you And then you are a spirit. So you live in a body, you have a soul, but you are a spirit. God made us. We're made in the image or the likeness of God. So we are a spirit. When you think of death of the physical body, the soul and the body are not going. 
We get a glorified, a new body, but the spirit is still alive. We're still, the things that we are doing on earth are, are feeding or bankrupting. Well, they're all feeding, but that feeding is leading to either a bankruptcy or deposits in our spirit self. If you think about that, that's, it really does visually help us to remember that this is, even if we're dealing with our husbands and our, and our, the challenges in our marriage, be careful to not lose sight of the fact that the invincible world is still a very real world. And that's where our spirit self will be going, that there is a real world behind the veil of our mortality of like what we can see. Let's not do life like those who are not believers, those who don't know the Lord. We know that there is more. So even as you're dealing with challenges in your marriage, it really encouraged me in the depths of, of, the, of the despair in my marriage for many years. That was the only encouragement I really held on to. And it did make a massive difference. It didn't change my reality in that very moment, but it did remind me to be encouraged that my prayers, my being anchored in the Lord in spite of what was going on with my husband, it reminded me that, God, you're up to something bigger and greater. This is, I didn't even plan on saying that. So I pray that blesses somebody. But I was just thinking that this, I would have died in my affliction. So even if I didn't die a physical death, I would have died going through the stuff that I was going through in my marriage and my, and my, my hope would have been gone, right? My faith would have been, was impacted. But because my delight was in God, my hope was in God, my anchor was in the Lord, not in the marriage, not not in my husband. And here's the thing. This is nothing against our husband. It's just that they're not our cup fillers. It's the Lord. Do they challenge and maybe, you know, create some drainage from it? Of course. That's that's every, you know, every relationship, every situation, your job, everything. But you're restored in the Lord. So where I want to just quickly read before we pray about that is in John 7. I love the book of John. It's my favorite book of the Bible. This is Jesus. Um, so he, because he's still alive in, in, on earth at this time, the Holy Spirit could not come yet. You know, the Holy Spirit shows up in Acts, but he couldn't send the Spirit until he was, you know, gone. But anyways, he, he's still promising, talking about the Spirit that will come. So verse 37, on the last and most important day of the festival, Jesus stood up and cried out, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. The one who believes in me, as the scripture has said, will have streams of living water flow from deep within him. He said this about the spirit. Those who believed in Jesus were going to receive the spirit for the spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet been glorified, you know, through the death on the cross and his resurrection. But I say that to say, listen to this. We'll have streams of living water flowing. The inner you, friend has streams of living water if you are connected to the tap, which is Jesus Christ. Is the Holy Spirit living inside of you? Then you have streams of living water in a possible wilderness of a marriage with a difficult husband or a husband that you just kind of met about. Maybe you just kind of feel like you've fallen out of love. Love is a verb. It's an action. It's not how you feel. So I just really want... Um, I know we've been praying for our husbands and we still are, but I also want to pray an encouragement for you in this living water. That's our hope. 
Jesus, God, thank you so much that we have this well, this endless well of hope. We have a source in you, God. We're not just doing life every single day, waking up, getting out of bed, going through our routine, interacting with everybody we interact for just us. It's not about us, God. It's about you and your glory, even in our marriages. God, help us to not lose sight of that in our marriage. God, for any woman today that is struggling, I greatly pray for my sister in Christ to be encouraged and to regain hope in you to fix her eyes on you and away from her circumstance or her husband that might be causing difficulty. I pray for your comfort for her in this affliction that she's experiencing, that your delight be hers to own. And likewise, God, I pray for our husbands, God, to be tapped into this living water, to have their cups overflowing by you. And even when they get it wrong, even if they go off course and, 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 and diverge off a different path that, that doesn't glorify you, that you're not pleased with, God, we trust that this living water flowing through them, the Holy Spirit, which is inside of them, will redirect them and convict them. And we believe for repentance and restoration of them. God, please pour so much hope into each and every single marriage that is represented here today, Father God. Don't let this just be for our check boxes and just praying for our husbands for 31 days, but God, let you be the one who is glorified in and through what we're doing, in and through everything that we have prayed for, God. Thank you for the life that you have given. We pray, God, that our husbands realize this gift of life every single day. In Jesus' name, amen.